Strix. Ah, hi, hello. It is a another day in the forest. Sure is. The weather is uh, cool, but not um, too cool. More like average, medium. The sun is out and sunny, but it's mostly covered up by the uh, tree canopy. There's like some shafts of golden light uh, piercing it here and there. It's very pretty, but not too pretty. It's it's nice. It's normal. It's, um, you know, I would say the vibes are just neutral. Just perfectly level. Mm-hmm. Just no real vibes to speak of at all. Just an average day. Just the way you like it. Yeah, nice and calm and peaceful and quiet. Uh, you are currently sitting on a branch of a very tall tree. Your treehouse is uh, built on another branch nearby, and you're just sort of sitting here enjoying the pleasant calm. You can see far below you lots of different uh, animals sort of scurrying around on the forest floor. Um, But despite all the movement and activity, the air just feels still and tranquil. Yeah. Yeah, this is... um... This is just kind of how every day is for you, and that's 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 good. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's how I wanted it. That's how you wanted it. Everything's everything's nice and calm, and none none of that none of that in, insanity and, and confusion and 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 pain and fear that I felt uh, at the beginning of things. Everything's just uh just nice. Yeah, you know, um, you don't really keep track of the time. There's no um clocks or anything to speak of here. No reason. Yeah, no reason for it. You don't really even remember how long ago that was, but it is so long ago that you don't even remember it all that clearly anymore. You just remember there was just a lot of hoopla and uh, then there wasn't. And, um... A a big step up, in your opinion. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. (sighs) Ah... So it's this, this is this is the life. This is what I want it to be. Yeah. How how are you gonna spend your day? Oh. Hmm. You know what? I. Uh, you know, I think I think I'll uh, I think I'll just take to the air today. Just kind of fly around. Maybe maybe just uh, practice doing some loop de loops or something. You know. Really really get a feel for it. It's 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 so nice not being uh, tethered to the ground really. Yeah, you spend the entire morning just sort of uh, lazily practicing loop-de-loops in the air, just like you did yesterday and um, the day before, and uh, it's great. It's pleasant. It's nice. It's calm. Yeah, yeah. Think I might think I might pick some apples. You know, those are always those are always nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pick some apples. Well, there's all. They're always nice. They're always nice. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it does. It, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. But mm-hmm. for some reason, it doesn't feel quite as nice as it did yesterday. Oh, that's hmm. Which is weird. You're doing everything exactly the same as you always do it, with no change. But for some reason, it's just there's something uh, about it. You you have a hard time putting your your wing on it. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. That's that's okay. I can uh, I can I can I can add I can add some variety. I can add some spice. Just uh, 
Give me a second here. I can make a different kind of apple grow real quick. And uh, I would like to go ahead and use my Eidolon. Oh, okay. Yeah, to uh, to change one of the trees. You're right along good riddance time of your life. Yep, uh, that I have the power to uh, manipulate the undertow. I want to change the fruit that's growing from one of the trees. Outside of this universe, uh, there is a sleeping Strix in a chair in a treehouse, just like the one that the Strix I was just talking to had. And this sleeping Strix just kind of raises a wing up and um, over in the, like, cupboard area of the treehouse, just uh, an apple falls out of the pantry and into a little basket of apples. Uh, And meanwhile, in the universe, uh, just a green apple grows on this red apple tree. Ooh, sour. Uh, Not my favorite, but I mean, change of pace. Yeah, change of pace. That's... yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> There's, there, the, you've got a feeling, Strix, and those are never good. Oh, no. But this one... Mm, mm, there's... You, you're, you're struggling to remember what this feeling is called. You know it's got a name. Uh, what if... <sighs> boredom, that's it. Oh, no. Oh, that's... Mm, where's that coming from? You're not sure. You, you don't know how you could be bored. You've done all the things you like to do every single day for you don't know how long. Yeah, I mean, why would why would I? Hmm. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and dredge the undertow to figure out what's going on. Yeah, sure. That is an eleven. Eleven. Um, Strix, as you focus on this feeling of boredom, you, for the first time in a very long time, become aware of just how long you've been here. The way your universe is constructed, um, time doesn't work quite the same, and neither does aging. You have been here for 10,000 years. Oh. And you realize you are just... You've just had enough of picking apples and doing loop-de-loops. Like, you're not sick of it yet. But, ooh, you're on the road to it. Oh. Hmm. What else is there? Well, what else is there besides things you like to do? There's things that make you feel weird to think about. Oh, like what? Uh, Like that weird glass thing that you had when you first woke up, all back during the aforementioned hoopla. Oh, but I, mm, I, I put that away very deliberately. I'd. Mm, Where'd you put it away? Oh, just uh, just just put it in the treehouse and just put it. I put it under the bed, and I just I don't think about it. Yeah, you're thinking about it right now, though. Ah, uh, darn it. Okay. Uh, gonna grab a few more apples for the road, I guess, and uh, and head over to the treehouse, and we're gonna go see what's up with this lens. The thing, the thing about this lens is, is. Not only did it make me feel weird, but, like, it didn't seem to do anything anymore. Right, right. Except make me feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess I guess we'll take a look at this thing, see what's up with it. Yeah, you take a look through it, and, um... I'm trying to think of how best to do this. Tell you what, why don't you give me another dredge? All right. Oh, baby, that is a six. 
Maybe. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm not going to push that. Okay. I think that pushes the clock to an eight, if I remember right. Uh, because, hey, you're sharing a clock <laughs> across all the pop. Um, Strix, as you stare into it, uh, it catches the light in an odd way. And for a split second, you see stars and planets and asteroids. And it's like it's zooming further and further and faster and faster. And there is uh, one planet covered in grass and water and other living things. It, parts of it look like your forest, but not quite. And it a weird, nauseous, gnawing feeling inside of you starts to gurgle up as you look further and further. And this view through the lens seems to zoom in on a single... Uh, person, a person whose name you know, you know, you you'd never think about them except that you think about them all the time. It, it's his name is there's a it's a J name. It's J J J. All of a sudden, you wake up uh, screaming in uh, that chair I mentioned earlier. You're in your uh, undertow home for the first time. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh. Oh, this is a nice chair. And the lens is still in your hand. Uh, huh. Really, you were already in your home, so this doesn't seem super different other than, you know what? You feel a vibe. No, 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 no. Go back, go back. He's. I'm just going to sit in this chair, I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to go back. And it's going to be fine. You try to do that, but you suddenly realize that you're like... Butt is super sore, like you've just been sitting for way too long. Uh, I'm gonna try and get up and stretch, see what happens. Uh, I think you initially fall over, but you manage to get up to your feet and start stretching it out. You are real stiff, buddy. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. that, oh, what is that? That doesn't feel great. Uh... What do, what do I see around me? Um, this looks like your house, except the view out the windows isn't what you're used to it being. There is, instead of uh, golden shafts of light and foliage, you the sky is filled with uh, this sort of slick, oily texture. Oh, no, no, that's, that's familiar. Don't like that. Uh, okay, what, what, what else can I see? Um, I think you can see that you are still kind of high up in this treehouse, but not as high up as you were moments ago. Instead of hundreds of feet, you're maybe like 20 feet up in the air. And uh, looking through the window, you can see like the roof of another house next to yours. And uh, actually, the roofs of lots of houses, they completely surround you. The trees are gone and there's just houses now. Oh, that's, that's depressing. I don't know why, but it is. Uh, I guess I'm gonna, like, step out and look around. Okay, uh, yeah, as you open up the front door, uh, you can see that there's, yeah, just a little rope ladder going down to the ground, which you don't need on account of you can fly. Mm -hmm. But at the base of the rope ladder is a... Uh, kind of medium-sized cardboard box with a an envelope taped to it, addressed to you. Oh. Wait, can I read? I don't know, can you? 
I guess so. I don't know how else I would know it would be addressed to me. Well, uh... No, I can say it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry for railroading you into being literate, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if they drew a little picture of an owl. <laughs> That was, I, I, I do want to be clear, that was an in-character question. I know he can read. Okay. <laughs> I just don't think he would understand why he can read. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to open the envelope. Uh, okay, inside is a letter that says, uh, Hello, it has come to our attention that your universe does not have the prerequisite conditions to produce a Gabriel bead of its own. While we strive to make the neighborhood as inviting as possible, there are certain natural dangers which are unavoidable. Gabriel Bede is an entity many universes naturally bring into existence that works to protect you from the various deleterious influences of the undertow, and without one, being outside poses a high risk to your health. Therefore, please find with this letter a mock Gabriel Bede, which will serve the same protective purposes as a real one. Never go outside without your mock Gabriel Bede with you unless you are escorted by one of the many real Gabriel Beads that patrol the neighborhood. The cost of this mock GB unit has been appended to your home loan for your convenience. Wow. I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll open the box. Uh, it is just a t- like a cathode ray TV that uh, just has static on the screen. Huh. It how how big is it? Is it heavy? Um it's kind of heavy for its size, but, like, you can pick it up. Okay. Like, I imagine it is, like, if it was any bigger, you couldn't tuck it under your shoulder, but, like, it's just small enough to do that with. Okay. Would I would I be able to, like, pick it up with my feet and fly around with it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. I, I don't know. I, I guess this would be an investigate. Uh, like, I want to see if there's anything uh, unusual with this TV box there. Yeah, sure. Give me an investigate roll. Oh, wow. That's a 10. Okay, three questions. Oh, wait, no. I forgot. I have minus one gen now. That's a nine. <laughs> one question. Um, what's hidden here? I think um, as you're kind of inspecting the TV, which has uh, video killed the radio star engraved under the uh, glass of the display, um, you happen to just kind of, like, move the lens in front of it a little, and it's almost like, um, not that this is a useful reference for Strix, but it's like a, a decoder ring. Not a decoder ring, but, you know, like those lenses you would get in cereal that you could hold up to, like, uh, a thing, and you could see a message underneath of it now? Huh. Like, oh, like a, like a viewfinder? Just, uh, or a viewmaster, yeah, rather? Kinda, yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, when you look at the, the screen through the lens, you can just see, um, I don't think of what you see here. I think you just see, uh, a beach. Oh, that's, that's pleasant. Um, hmm. So, so the, the, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out, like, where, where, where on the TV is the, the viewport thing located? I'm is saying, like, like, if you're looking at the TV and you, like, look at the, the TV monitor through the, the Gabe lens, you can see, like, a picture instead of just static. Okay. Oh, so, uh, so through, the, through the lens I'm holding, or? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. That's interesting. Um, hmm. Okay. I wonder, I wonder, does this have something to do with the lens, then? These things go together? Is there, is there somewhere I can, like, attach the lens to the TV? Um, not really, no. 
Hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna. Are any of these? Uh, are any of the houses nearby like seem particularly like stand out from the rest? Not really. They're all sort of different shapes and sizes. Um, some of them look more like suburban homes. Some of them look more like someone chopped a chunk out of an apartment complex or uh, apartment building. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just kind of a whole variety of different looks to all of them. Hmm. Okay. Um, any other bits of notable geography around? Uh, I think if you fly upward, you can just see that... Uh, it's just grids and grids and grids of houses in every direction. Not no other trees, no other anything. No. Oh. Hmm. I guess I'll. Uh, hmm. I guess I guess I'll just start looking around, see if I can find like another person. I guess. Yeah. All right. Um. Ron. Hello. How's it going, Ron? Same as every day. I'm in a tapeworm, digging my way through inches and feet of shit. So, you know, oh, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You're, uh... I think you're on your way home. You had a really shitty shift. You had to get there at, like, 6 a.m., but you're it's now, like, 2 p.m., and you're finally off, and you're driving home. And as you're driving down the road, suddenly the ground starts to shake. The fuck? Okay, and just just what I need. Fucking if this fucks up my shocks. As you're worrying about your shocks, suddenly uh, cracks start to open up in the road as a gigantic sinkhole opens up. Oh fucking shit! This is what happens when you don't put any money in infrastructure. This fucking town. <laughs> You fall into the pit that opens under your car. (laughs) (laughs) And you're weirdly calm about it. (laughs) Maybe I'll die. Maybe this death will be in Guinness. (laughs) Abby. Hello. You've had kind of a weird 24 hours. Yeah, it hasn't really been great. Last night, your roommate Sloan never came home. Um, but when you woke up in the morning, she was there. Um, but she seemed panicked about something, and also she looked kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um. I. I yeah. It, I. I don't know. She. She. She didn't look like like I could tell it was Sloan, but she didn't look right. Um. And she just ran off, and I, I, I don't know. Yeah, she ran off. You kind of asked around. People said she saw they saw her heading over to Luz, but then there was a fire at Luz and it burned down. And, uh, no one has seen her since. I, I think I've spent, like, the last day or two, like, calling the cops. Um. Yeah, uh, the cops are kind of blowing you off because shocker. a giant sinkhole opened up in the road, and they're mostly working on that. Um, I tried to see if I could find any of Sloane's um, family. Um, I tried. I I called who I thought was one of her parents, but they hung up on me. Um. So I, at this point, I think I'm just kind of looking for her. 
like just kind of wandering the campus. Yeah. Carly. Hey. You've had kind of a weird 24 hours. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I have. Ursula was gearing up to kick off the tour for her new album. She had a, an interview a few hours before <laughs> the show, and no one has seen her or the interviewer since then. We we always do these things together. Shelly likes me there, but I, I had to go and check something else out, and Ron was busy, so we figured it would just be... 20 minutes tops that she, we weren't with her. And now, now she's missing. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, Where are you right now? I think uh, we just came back from the police department uh, where we filed a missing persons report, but they, they let us file one even though you're not supposed to, but like, we, we were able to pull Ron, mostly was able to pull some strengths there. And now we're just in the apartment trying not to freak out that uh, our partner is missing. Yeah, I think Ron is in the corner, like, trying to get some work done. More trying to just focus on that than, uh, you know, the fear and anxiety that has gripped both of you. Yeah, I... That kind of pisses me off, but I don't want to say anything, because I don't like fighting, especially with Ron, especially with with Baby Bear, with, with Ursula, but I'm very, I'm being very passive-aggressive about it, I'm being very loud, I'm like moving things around and making dinner very loudly. Yeah, I think he is just like hunched way over, like, a MacBook and is, like, jiggling his leg at a ridiculous pace. Can you... Can you... I know we're stressed, but can... Um, can you stop that? Can you stop that? What? Can I stop what? Your... The, the leg with the desk. What? I, I, what are you talking about? He has stopped it now, but, like... Is now just turning to look at you. I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm behind. I need to get something done. Why? She's not here. Who who's gonna play your music, Ron? I know she's not here, but she's going to be back, and we can't be behind schedule when she is. Fine, fine. I, we've already missed. Four bookings, we're already in a really bad situation, and we can't let things fall behind and get in an even worse situation, so can I just, can you just let me work, please? Fine, 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 you work, I'll, I'm going for a walk, I'm going for a walk! Maybe I'll find her, at least I'm trying. Oh, okay. That was mean. Come on. That was mean, I'm sorry, I'm... I'm really scared. <sighs> yeah. I I am too. If if you're leaving, turn the stove off. Don't start a oh, fire. It's the last thing we need. There's like water boiling over and <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I'll I'll, I'll get us something on the way back. You want a burger? 
Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I got, I got Thank some you. burgers. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's it's okay. We miss her. We need her. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I'm leaving. Okay. Close the door. Abby, what are you doing to try to find uh, Sloane? Um, I I think honestly at this point I'm just flagging down. Like, hi. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to bother you. Um, my my roommate, my friend, has gone missing. Um, have you seen her? She's got red hair. Um, she's tall. Um, uh, she has a scar on her face. And, like, stopping people and just asking and getting increasingly more and more desperate. Yeah, I think you stop one person and, and kind of start to describe them, and he says, like, Oh, oh yeah, no, I saw someone like that the other day. They were uh, out in the, uh, the, the field. The, which, wait, where? What field? Where? Oh, you know, the one everyone goes to smoke. Oh, of course she would go, I'm an idiot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and I immediately run for the field. Yeah, I mean, I, I, okay, bye. I, even before he, yeah, before he even says anything, I'm gone. It's the hacky sack guy that also got <laughs> yelled at by yep. Sloan. Hey, I, Abby was <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, head out that way. Um, it sure is a field. There sure are some, like, old trash cans full of garbage and, like, broken beer bottles and cigarette butts everywhere. Uh, from here, you can actually see the sinkhole that opened up. I, um... It just has, like, uh, a barricade around it. I I think I poke around the field a little bit. Um, like, you know... Because this does look like the kind of place Sloane would hang out, um, given yeah. the trash. And mm-hmm. um, and finally, I just kind of try to fight back some tears, um, because Sloane is kind of the only really close friend I've got. Um, mm-hmm. So I, um, I, I just to kind of keep give myself something to be distracted by. I um I head over to the barricade um, to just kind of see what's going on. Yeah, I think you can't get too close to the sinkhole, and there's probably some other folks here too, just kind of like rubbernecking while there are some firemen and stuff, kind of just inspecting the hole. Um, you know, you haven't been paying close attention because you've been worried about Sloan, but. I, it sounds like they're trying to uh, figure out some kind of rescue effort, but this thing is deep. They're really not sure if anyone's even survived falling into this thing. When I, I ask, like, are there, are there? You said there's like people rubbernecking, just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Um. When when did this happen? Uh, a couple days ago, right? Uh, I think it was the same day that diner burned down. Wait, what? It... Yeah, weird day. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, are there any cops, like, actively watching the barricade? I think yes, but, like, you know, they're small-town cops who are having to work extra shifts to guard this dumb sinkhole. They're probably, uh, if you really wanted to get past them, it's probably not outside of the realm of possibility. I, I really, really do want to get past them. Yeah, why don't you give me a beat the odds plus Ellie, then? Okay, hold on. Oh god, I don't even know her stats. Um... <laughs> you have, uh... Negative one, Ellie. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Great. Gonna start this off right with a... 
That is a total of three. <laughs> you take one step past the barricade, and the cop immediately snaps his head and goes, Hey, stay behind it. Oh, so, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, we don't know how stable the ground is. It's probably not even great. I'm on... Huh. Hold on. <laughs> he steps over to your side of the barricade. There we go. Let's all just stay on this run, side of it. I I'm run down. immediately as soon as he's on this side, I run. <laughs> Give me a beat the assholes, pal. Okay. Oh, that one is a... What's my pow? Zero? Yeah. Uh, that is an eight. Eight. Okay, uh, I think you start sprinting towards the sinkhole as that cop takes off after you and uh, two more join him. Um, they're going to catch you unless you really sprint, but if you do that, you're not sure if you're going to be able to stop yourself before you hit the hole. What do you do? Um, Sloan might be in there. I go. All right, you just uh, jump into the sinkhole as they shout after you, and uh, you fall, and you fall, and you fall, and suddenly you come crashing uh, through something and land on, like, a carpeted floor. Did a house fall in here? Ron, uh, you also, uh, fell onto that floor a couple days ago, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think from your perspective it was a couple days ago, though, I think it was pretty recent, um, I think you've been, like, looking around this house that you found yourself in, and suddenly you heard a crash from the room that you woke up in. Um, is there alcohol in this house? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, Sloan, is there alcohol in this house? Uh, you know there is. <laughs> Okay, so Ron f- is like full, like f- d- floppy drunk. He like just around the corner is like visitors. <laughs> Ron? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ron, do you still have like your Walmart vest on? Yeah, he does. He's been. I'm just. You know, I fell in this hole. I just would kind of be taking a vacation. Uh, sorry. Uh, do you work? Do you work at the place? Are you in my shift or whatever? Ron, I've been working at the Walmart. Can't emphasize enough. From Ron's perspective, it's been like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any time away from Walmart is truly a vacation. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. To be fair, he was working from six to two and then this happened? Ron, I've... Ron, I started working at Walmart six months ago. I see you almost every day. It's true. We just true. It's true. We work together. We're very good friends. Hello, un- my good friend. Thank you for coming here. Um, are you are you drunk? I'm very drunk and very tired. Oh, okay, Ron. Do you do you need to go? To are bed? we dead? Did we die? Um, I don't think so. Cause we're talking, and I, I don't think. I hope all Walmart employees don't go to the same afterlife. Oh but, man! <laughs> um, I I was looking for my how how this. When did you get in? Did you fall in? Uh, he like looks at the the fifth watch. It's uh, yeah, it's cars cars over there in the in the living room. I poke my head into the living room. <laughs> Yeah, I think, sure, yeah, his car is just sitting in there. Huh. 
You also see that uh, one of the walls in that room is, uh, like, blown open. Okay. Um. And looking through it, the house next door has a matching hole blown through it. I, Ron, um, I, I, I get you want to drink and I'm not trying to, like. It's a painkiller. I was just in a car accident. I need to be medicated. (laughs) Okay, okay. There are no visible wounds on Ron. <laughs> okay, um, okay, it, here, let, can we compromise? Um, you put down the bottle, and I'll let you keep that glass. Fair. Okay. Fair. Um, can you come over here? <laughs> yes, he goes over there. Do you recognize, do you know where we are? And I, like, I point out the, the holes in the walls. Um... I don't know, probably the school and stuff to some bullshit. They always used to cut corners when I was there. I'm not surprised. Let's run off or something. Ron, you can't put your finger on why, but as you look through those two holes into the next door house, something about the decor, you just for a second think of that shitty classmate Quentin you used to have when you went to school. <sighs> you know, actually, speaking of no, I'm talking about school, fucking... Uh, did you go over to go to school? You ever just have this one guy that you just you just never just connect with? Um, no. I I mean I try to be at least uh, nice to everyone. Okay, yeah, that's heaped big on that. Just fucking, I'll get you fucking stomped every time. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, Ron, I need you to acknowledge that I just said I do that, and then you said that to my face. Yes, I acknowledge that is exactly what I did. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm going to go look outside. You can come with me if you want. If you want to stay here, that's okay, too. Cool. And I uh, I walk out. I walk out the, the hole in the wall. Yeah, uh, as you said about the hole in the wall, there's just kind of like a, a little patch of grass in between the two houses. And as soon as you step through the hole, you get a chill as black, wispy skeletons start to materialize around you and reach out for you. Oh my god! Strix, you're flying overhead, um, just kind of looking around. This place is, you know, again, all the different houses look different, but from high up, this place just looks so monotonous, even more than your forest. It is just dull, dull, dull. Uh, it's Which makes it sort of pop in your eye when you see... Uh, Hmm? What looks like two damaged houses and somebody being attacked by some weird skeletons in between them. Hey! Hey, hey! Are you a bird? What is happening? Uh, I'm gonna fly down there and, uh... Yeah, as you get closer, these skeletons dissolve. Oh, that's convenient. Um, hi. Um, are you- Hi! You okay? Thank you for yes, uh, yeah, I'm okay. Um, I'm I'm Abby. Nice to meet you. And I hold out my hand for like a handshake. Oh, I'm Strix, and he he sticks his wing out, but like not quite getting what a handshake is supposed to be. Just kind of holds it forward. I Abby politely just kind of lightly touches and does like baby handshake. Um. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry, I didn't. It's, it's, it's okay, you don't have to apologize, it's fine. Um, uh, what happened here? I was about to ask you the same- I- I fell down a hole, um, 
so did... Oh, Ron, you okay? Ron, come out here. Hello, I am Ron. Uh, oh. There's something very familiar about you. Ron narrows his eyes. No, the first owl I've ever met. Wait, this is the first <laughs> owl? You've never seen an like owl the, before? Well, that one cartoon where the, the owl is the licks, but never another one that talked to me. Okay. Hi, what? owl. Hi. What's this about licking now? Carly, what are you doing? <laughs> You're out for a walk. Uh, yeah. I think I'm like... Just going to places. I'm trying to fix this, right? So I'm like yeah. going to places where, okay, maybe maybe she's uh, with one of her friends. Maybe she like stay with one of her other partners or ex partners. Like like me and Ron are the main ones, but she sometimes goes with other people. So I'm like, oh, restaurants, bars. Maybe her phone died. Uh, I yeah. think I end up like at a park where like. We had one of our first dates, or not one of our first dates. It, it, we celebrated an anniversary here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're at this park. Um, there's no sign of her. <sighs> you kind of looked everywhere. Um, give me a dredge the undertow to see if you can maybe like reach out to something here. That's an eight. Eight. Um, yeah, you. As you're just like sitting on a bench in this park. You can feel... You feel like she isn't here. Like she isn't... Anywhere. But not... Not dead. You you feel pretty good about that, but... It's like she's just gone. This makes no sense. Like like she's, she's somewhere you can't get to. Hello, it's me, Luke. How's it going? We haven't talked for a while. You haven't talked to me at all, because that's not how podcasts work. But I haven't talked to you in a while either, and I would love to catch up and let you know how things have been, but I don't got time for that. I gotta tell you about our Patreon at patreon.com slash playtest. It's the same as it always is, more or less. For one dollar a month, you get every episode of this podcast for... free? No. They're already free, but what you do get is every episode of this podcast a week in advance. I haven't recorded these in a while, so I'm out of practice with giving this spiel. And I've done like five takes already, so that mistake is staying in, because this one's coming in kind of under the wire. Anyway, yes, for $1 a month, you get every episode of this podcast a full week in advance. Uh, For $3 a month, you get uh, a bonus monthly design podcast where me and Molly talk about the design of the game. We're kind of gearing up right now to start working on the uh, like 2.0 version of the game, the second edition, if you will. So that's fun. We're kind of starting to hammer out the ideas that are going to go into that. Um, For $3 a month, you also get uh, my GM notes from every session. You get to read the behind the scenes info on what goes on. 
on my computer screen while we're doing these episodes. I'm out of practice. Be nice to me. Anyway, for $5 a month, you get uh, the current draft of Eidolon Become Your Best Self. You get um, the soundtrack to the podcast. And you also get your name shouted out on the podcast, like so. I want to give a thank you to LG, Trigger Harpy, Megan Krantz, Pigeon Smith, Kim Bellwoods, Tommy Secondhand, Wonder Dink, Ultimate Trainer, Sudzu, Brule, Witsu, James Terenzia, Fire Princess Lily, Evie Helms, Rizzy, Charlie Neal, Mark Sokolov, Jeans, Siobhan Peridot Rose, Scaly Haley, Robin Magi, Pete Shaka, Destry Hawk, Ellen, and the Z Mage. Haven't gotten to do that in a while. Heck yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Z-Mage, and everybody else, and all the other folks who didn't get their name read this time. It'll be read in the future. Uh, also, if we hit $750 a month on the Patreon, then we're gonna launch a new podcast for $3 and $5 subscribers, Idol on Playlist, where we, uh, talk about the music that we reference on the show. The first thing we've got geared up for that is going through the entire discography of The Killers, because uh, I just picked them because I thought it was funny to name a bunch of killers The Killers. But it turns out they're like Zoe's favorite band and Molly likes them a lot too. So that'll be a fun thing for us to talk about someday. I think we're at like 570 something a month right now, which is incredible. But it's not 750. And once we cross that line, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do some killers talk. I've really fallen out of practice not having to do this every week. So I'm just gonna... Cut this off and let you get back to the show. Bye! Burgess. Oh boy. Salutations. <laughs> yes, yes. You wake up sitting in a chair. Tell me what your undertow home looks like, Burgess. Oh, I think the undertow home is like... It, you know, like, Aerith's house from Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just in the of... middle of, like, an idyllic waterfall with all sorts of flowers and trees, and there's a little cottage. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, you have a... You, you wake up sitting in a chair in an immaculate cottage, the kind you've always dreamed of uh, owning. Actually, you're a fairly wealthy man. You probably do own a cottage like this. Oh, oh certainly. Several. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of what you know right now. Uh, what were you doing before you just woke up here? I remember I, I, I had been run out of town for trying to dismantle the malevolent railroad. Uh-huh. And, and I took out my anger by, by going to the school that I had founded. Yeah. And uh, I, they, I started taking apart some of the some of the buildings there, and they ended up chasing me into a field. And the next thing I knew, I just sort of fell through the world and ended up here. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, you you seem like you're in one of your homes, but the picture outside seems to paint a different picture. I'm not quite the wordsmith that you are, Burgess. <laughs> Aren't you literally writing the book? Shut up. <laughs> no, that's Luke, not omniscient narrator. <laughs> yeah! 
<laughs> the guy writing the book's way cooler and more handsome. <laughs> anyway, what do you do, Burgess? Uh, I think I'm going to head outside and see what's around me. Okay, um, I think uh, you walk outside and you see that you are not uh, on a secluded hill full of flowers. There's probably some some nice flowers immediately around your house, but uh, instead there are other homes of varying shapes and sizes arranged in a circular pattern. Um, I don't know when cul-de-sacs got invented, but let's say you know what that is. Uh, <laughs> and um, I think across the cul-de-sac you see... Two people talking to some manner of owl man in between two of the houses. I'm going to slowly approach that group and say, Ho, owl. Huh? What? Yes? Where are we? From where do you hail? (laughs) Um, don't know and a forest. Who are you? I am Burgess Ethelwolf Joseph. Wait. Founder of Joseph University of Northern Gibsonburg. Wait, uh, hold on. No, that. I go to. Why did you? Why did you ask the owl first? So why did you not? Hmm. <laughs> Ron looks down. Ron, buddy, it's it's okay. It, it's an owl. Like you get why someone would talk to the <laughs> owl first, right? Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I am a giant magical animal. Is the thing. Abby, Abby, just to uh, make sure we're sticking clearly to our, you know, rigid and robust continuity, you do not go to the uh, Joseph University of North Gibsonburg. You go to Gibson University of North Josephburg, founded by Ethelwolf Burgess Gibson. God damn it, I forgot you changed it. (laughs) Cannon. But that sounded kind of like you're, you know, it's easy to understand why you would have gotten confused. I could just fucking cut out the earlier bit. Um... Uh, okay, um, that, hold on, that sounds like, I go to a college like that. What, are you like, are you into steampunk or something? Why are you dressed, like, I mean, it's a cool outfit, I just- I think you will find I am very against steam and the punks that make it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What kind of outfit do you have, Burgess? I'm just kind of like a like a sharp suit, uh, probably. You know, it's gonna be like cream colored suit with a bolo tie. Yeah, there we go. Okay, ten gallon hat. I I, I imagined a top hat for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> no, no hat. He's a pioneer well, but- of the no hat movement. <laughs> I was gonna say Burgess. Burgess is from an era when wearing no hat would be a very transgressive <laughs> thing to do. Exactly. He's a transgressive man. <laughs> okay. Damn. Hair all out for all of God and whoever else to see. (laughs) You get the shit beaten out of you in some towns not wearing a hat outside. Uh, For the record, Abby is wearing um, a nice dress, like a a sundress with a leather jacket over it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, what's, does anybody know what's happening? Uh, Um, okay, so Ron and I... Uh, we work at the Walmart um, in town. Uh, we fell into a sink, a sinkhole, um, and we woke up here. What happened to both of you? I woke up. <laughs> okay. And then there was a forest, and then I woke up again. I was being traced by an angry mob when I woke up here. Mm. Did you do something wrong? Not in my opinion. 
I was simply trying to uh, avoid the clockwork anti-apocalypse. Clockwork anti-apocalypse. Clockwork anti-utopia coming to mankind. You have decided to have to uh, spout all the stupid bullshit I said a year ago. But I was just like, I want to use as many $5 words as I can to describe batshit nonsense. Perfect. Okay, so it sounds like you're an entrepreneur or whatever, but you like breaking machines and kicking punks in the face, I guess? Is that your deal? I believe the destiny of man is in some sort of cognitive Eden, an age of the minds, when all the concerns of the body will no longer be relevant. Um. I have some pamphlets if you, if you would like to read more. Ron strokes his chin. I don't know, fuck it. Why not? I, I pull one out of my pocket. <laughs> Can I have one? Oh, sure. Yes, please. I'll. Uh, a- Abby doesn't want to be rude. Um, I'll, I'll take one, too. Here you go. I have so many. All handmade, of course. Wow, you re- your pockets are stuffed. Well, when you wear a suit, it comes with many pockets. I usually just stuff things in my feathers here. Do See, like, I got this, uh... Go ahead. I was gonna ask if you have anything cool. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, in addition to this TV, I've got a cool piece of glass here. Uh, it shows me freaky things when I look through it. And, uh, I got this metal thing that gives people bad vibes, and he pulls out Raphael Hubert's gun. Whoa, whoa, hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> forgot you had that! <laughs> That's a sick fucking gun. Okay. Damn, fucking Al's packing. Um, could you, could you, could you put down the, the bad vibes thing, please? I feel like I should hold on to it, honestly. I can't oh, no, really I ju- say why, I but... I just mean put it away so it's not pointing it at Sure, sure, us. yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. He puts it away. But, uh, yeah, I got I got this thing, uh, and he shows Abby the lens. Um, I... Can I take it? Like, can I look through it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I look at Strix through the lens. Ooh. Give me a dredge. Okay, hold on. Uh, that's a nat 12. Through the lens, he looks like... He looks like a guy. He looks familiar. I, I think that's someone you go to school with? Um, I realize this is maybe a little stupid, since you are an owl person. Is that offensive, by the way? Like, are um, you okay with us calling you an owl person? Well, my name is Strix. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, Strix. Also, I... I don't know. I don't know what it really is, but I've been told I'm a shade, whatever that means. Yes, yeah, some people are rather prejudiced towards the Greeks. <laughs> good, good, good. Holy shit! Hold on. I was, I, I was truly not ready for that. Well, while everyone's recovering from that, Carly. <laughs> yeah, give me a fucking talk on Rule 12. How long are you sitting on this bench for? Uh, um, so, I can feel it within me that, that Ursula's just not here, but that she's alive somewhere. And this feels weird. And this feels magic, even. And that's maybe not real, but like... Yeah, but you have like a premonition in a way that, yeah. Yeah. 
I know one dude who says he can do magic. Um, Ursula dated him for a little bit in college. So I'm gonna go head to Quentin's place. All right, sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wasn't expecting this, but Quentin, you get a knock at your door. Hello, welcome and greetings. Hey, Q. Um, Hi, what's up, man? Imagine Quentin in this universe is just in, like, a silk robe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is home full of, like, new age bullshit. Like, like there's, like, bead curtains everywhere and just crystals and candles yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, um, have you or Henry heard about Ursula? Or from her? <sighs> no, we really don't get in touch anymore, you know? You just kind of... Y'all kind of go your separate ways and, like, y'all, like, I don't know, have the whole music thing you're doing. You're, like, big time. Um, she's messing. Oh, jeez. And, okay, this is gonna sound weird because I never believe your stuff, but I can feel that she's gone from this world, but not dead. It's, like, deep inside me, like, I don't want to say premonition. It, I can, I don't know how to explain it other than I'm losing my mind or magic is real and you're the dude I know who does magic. Do magic. You said you could do true magic. I can do true magic. I don't like to, listen, this shit is like, it's heavy, okay? Like, there's always a cost and fucking rules or whatever. And like, I don't know. Hank's way more lax with it, but like, it's fucking dangerous shit. Um, but yeah, fucking all right. I just, I'm worried. She's never been gone this long. All right. But before we get to that, have you explored all the options? Like, do you know? Like, have you checked? And like called was yeah, we I called all her partners and ex partners. I called like she's missed concerts. We're about to go on tour. You know, you know she might fuck around, but she's super serious about her music. She wouldn't miss dates. We called the cops. We've done everything. All right. Well. You know I'll do anything for you. You know I'll do anything for you guys. All right, here we go. Here we go. Thank you so much. I don't know. Is he like getting like stuff? He's get, he pulls a side of bead door and there's a bunch of like crystals and like uh, elements and whatnot. Oh, you still keep that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, based on what we know of Quentin, I feel like this is uh, years and years of bluffing being called all at once, and he's not about to. Uh, <laughs> You know. <laughs> no, he's just got to sell it to... Yeah, no, he's absolutely going to be selling yeah. this. Like, no, no. What actually happened is he probably felt a little crushed with the stardom thing. I'll do this thing and be like, oh, no, she's safe, actually. And then, you know, her, Carly can go in her way. Right. <laughs> I'm going to need an article of her clothing um, and her blood type. Um... Be positive and here and uh, uh, oh, this this uh, jacket used to be hers. Uh, well, I guess still hers. 
here. And uh, she takes off like a hoodie that she was wearing. And then, uh, well, everyone else got to describe their characters. Uh, Carly's wearing like overalls and like a tank top underneath. He like holds it up, sniffs it, and holds it close. And it's like, oh yeah, there's so much magical energy in this. This okay? We're gonna, we got you. Don't worry about it. Don't come in the back. I have this. It'll take like an hour and thirty minutes, maybe. Um, just sit here. Put on a movie. You'll find that I have some movies set out for you. Just like, all right. Sure, sure. Thank you, thank you, Quentin. You get a text from Ron. Uh, Carly just says, hey, you okay? Replied, I got desperate, went to Quentin's, I don't know, I'll be home soon. Uh, you just get a JFC back. (laughs) I, you know, I have to check all the options. I think he just says K. K. Sounds of pants crashing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Quentin, you get to work preparing this magic ritual... Uh, what are you doing? Like, what's the what's the ritual? He's like, okay, so we're gonna need to t- hit all the symbology. Fucking the tarot. So it's gonna be a knife, a book, a scepter, and uh, a cup of some sort. That seems magical. Uh, gotta put something in the cup. So he like gets like some. <laughs> He gets a, uh, some fake blood, I think. Or wait, no. He gets, like, uh-huh. some ground beef and pours the, <laughs> the ground beef blood in there. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is a okay. nightmare. Uh, Community to the bed. And, like, senses are important, so I need to get a good smell that'll, like, she'll be like, oh, this is Carly's smell. Okay. Uh, so we, like, get some, I don't know, some sandalwood incense or, um, <laughs> yeah, some weird incense. He just grabs some random one and he comes back mm-hmm. with all of this on a, on, like, all of the symbols on a, on a, like, a, a dinner. Like, you know, when people come out from a restaurant, they have, like, a plate that has all the plates on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has, like, incense in the other hand, and he's, like, humming, mm, the ritual of seeking has begun? Begun. Please sit down. <laughs> she sits down. Very confused, but slightly hopeful and slightly worried she has lost her mind. All right, Quentin's like rubbing his hands together. Yeah, yeah, no, just and she hasn't called since then. No, not already, right? Still missing. No, no one has seen her or her interviewer since since that happened. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, interviewer. That I saw that in the vision. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, we're on the right track. Did you? Yeah, she was interviewing. That's the last we heard of her. And, like, I think I heard, like, a voice that says, uh, interview. It's like, okay, so, anyway. Uh. <laughs> he, uh, he hums, mm, Carly Quinton, this bond of friendship, we use it to power the forces beyond the kind of mere mortals. Oh, hold my hand for this. You gotta hold my hand for this part. Okay, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm holding your hand. God bless you, Ty. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you. Now, 
if the bonds of friendship are stronger than the bonds of the interviewers gone wrong. We will call upon that power, the vibration of our heartbeats intertwined as one. We call out, Carly, if you're okay, give us a sign. It's I'm okay. It's it's Ursula we're looking for. <laughs> Ursula, Ursula. Yeah, sorry. It's been ten years. I'm sorry. Fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're. Fu- Did you think of uh, you're fine? Um, is the free tune not gonna work? Uh, Ursula, please. I just want to know you're okay. I want to know where you are. Ursula, the pain is unbearable. She's in pain? The pain of us missing her. Right? Oh, yes. Yes! Yes! Okay, you know what? I'm sorry I wasted your time. She pulls out her purse. Here, I got $200. Quentin, she's suddenly gone. You're suddenly alone in your apartment with a wine glass full of beef juice. (laughs) Oh, what? Okay. Wait, what? Is magic real? <laughs> Holy fucking shit, what have I been doing to people? <laughs> Carly, you wake up in your apartment. Oh, sh- shit, magic's real. Or he drugged me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, you know what? You, you. It looks like your apartment, but the view outside, not the same. You know the drill by now. Yeah, uh... Freak out and see if I see, you know, people. Yeah, I think uh, you see a small gathering of folks uh, on the other side of a cul-de-sac. Your apartment is not on a cul-de-sac. You are in a high-rise. Yeah, no, we're like on the 8th floor, 10th floor. Yeah. This is, mm, this is weird. I guess I'm gonna exit my apartment and go see the people over there. Uh, yeah, everyone else, uh, another person approaches. Oh! Hey, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit lost and... Ron? Hey, what's... Are you... I think she, like, throws her arms around him and goes, Ugh, Did you end up here? Did Quentin did this to you as well? Okay, Quentin. Uh, Alright, another Quentin thing again. That's his house, I guess, over there. Um, what? But no, no. Oh yeah, he did talk about that. Ron, is this yeah. is this your wife? Hi, um, I what? I'm one of Ron's I mean, co-workers. Hi, I am Ron's partner. Um, oh, the last time I saw the two of you, you were making out in an airplane, and then a big frog showed what? up. Okay, all no, right. You get you No, everyone thinks I'm Marissa. <laughs> Yeah, understand. For some reason, this is confusing, oh, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Okay, no, hold on. No, no. All right, well, he, would, he would remember Carolyn, though. Yeah, you're the one who brought Caroline uh, from the real world into the undertow. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Caroline. Yeah. Wait, are you? Ha, ha, wait, you're now okay. A lot's happening. You're drunk. You're now. You're also like ten years older than you were this morning. And why are you dressed like a Walmart employee? Because it is the it is the role I must play to survive. Ron, I can I can help you find another job. Like no, 
I put in too much time in this place. You work at. I've been in this. I've been in. You work at. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ron and I, we work at the Walmart that's like a little bit away from the college. No, that doesn't make sense. Ron's a DJ. You're a DJ? That's so cool. Oh, what? He makes the music. I write the songs. Ursula performs. Um, the fuck is going on here? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. We tried that in college. That, yeah. No, uh, that never happened. What? No, we like all said, we're all going to like get our schedules to get together. Then, like, you know. <laughs> You know, everyone kind of moves their schedules around, and, you know, Dracula said, no, I'm really going to be sing this time. I'm really going to, like, do it. But, like, he would always blow us off at the last minute. Did he say Dracula? <laughs> what? Yeah, Henry. He wasn't... I just saw his boyfriend. It's fine. We don't talk anymore. <sighs> so, I'm kind of confused. <laughs> Two of you agreed. Two of you seem really, really familiar to me. And you mentioned you mentioned Ursula, and I know her real well. Uh, Wait, do you? Yeah, yeah, she's a bear. Well, she's a bear sometimes. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, she likes bears a lot and has dressed like a bear. And mm. well, no, she turns this into one. Part. What? She turns into a bear. Maybe you're like. Maybe you're from. Hey. Hey, I'm very tired, so bear with me. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Strix. Hi. It's, it's a, that's adorable. <laughs> but are you from an animal universe yeah. where it's like all of us, but we're animals? Oh, it, oh. Oh, my God. It's multiverse theory. I just had a lecture over this. Yeah? Yeah. Um. Oh, God. Um. The, there's infinite number of every choice you make can branch off and create another universe. Um. We, I mean, he's, you're, sir, you're, you're like a hundred years old. It's, it's 2000, it's 2020 where we are. No, it's 2010. No, it's 1920. Okay. Yeah. This, that, thank you. That kind of answered my question by default. Um. Okay then. My God. Einstein will win the Nobel Prize. (laughs) Wait, how do you know about Einstein? (laughs) Well, he won the 1921 Nobel Prize, so... He did? Yeah. yeah. My, I have no grasp of world history. Uh, that's Zoe. No, uh, the fucking... Uh, Abby's an excellent student, unlike me. Okay, so maybe this is, like, some kind of, like, nexus? Okay, okay. Listen, I... I just saw a dude that had discounted a long time ago perform magic, so I'll believe anything. There, we're in the nexus of different universes. Y'all are from different universes, except you two. Yeah, Ron and I are from the same one. What? Now what? Why are we here? I was looking for my friend. Okay, okay. I was looking. I was looking for my girlfriend. Okay. I, I was looking for Ursula. I, I was looking for Sloane. Maybe looking has something. Were you all looking for someone? I I wasn't looking for anyone. You were looking for a place to get away from the mob. Sure. Hey Luke. Yeah. Uh, can I dredge the undertow to see if anything pops up into my head when she mentions Sloane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that is a terrible roll. That's a. F- I'm gonna push that one. Okay. 
That's another one. Jesus ah! Christ. <laughs> clock's up to nine, baby. Uh, my distance clock's up to three. Um, but okay, yeah. I guess I get, I get, I get bad news. I guess. Yeah. Um. Oh God, Sloan. That was one of those people that was fucking. You wouldn't think fucking. That's not how your brain works, Strix. You're a sweet little cinnamon roll. Uh, <laughs> no, but Sloan. That name. Oh, just terrible vibes off of it. Oh, oh no. Oh no, 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 no. We can't. She was one of those people that was there during the stuff. Oh, yeah, yikes. Yeah, but so was everybody else. Oh no, is this? Is it happening again? Are you? Maybe it's happening again. I don't know. This, this. I mean, some of these people weren't. Uh, it's that makes it even more confusing, though, and you don't like it. I mean, there, there was, there was a Ron and a Carolyn when all that shit went crazy. There was a, there was, right? there was, a, there was an Ursula. And now, and and you're looking for a Sloan. Oh no! Wait. Oh no! 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 Have you wait? Have you seen Strix? I'm sorry. I I know you. You seem like you're stressed. Have Have you seen Sloan? Yeah, yeah. She, 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 she. I, I saw her when uh, when 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 the world turned to ash. I'm sorry. What you don't you don't strike me as very poetic, which scares me that you mean that literally. Oh uh, no 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 no. She uh... Strix, look at me, look at me, Strix. Yes, yes. And he pulls out a little mouse out of his pocket and offers it to Strix. <laughs> <laughs> is that a li- oh, little friend? Is that a live mouse? No, it is a dead mouse meant to be offered as a treat. Oh. <laughs> Not a better answer, honestly, but okay. Do you carry that? <laughs> That's just how life was in the 1920s, I guess. You just had mice. I hope this can calm you down, Strix. What happened to the mouse? Oh, well, I, I killed it and preserved it with some salt. So you have just, like, little salty mouse <laughs> snacks in your pockets? Well, yes. You have to carry snacks around. What if what if you get hungry? Oh, what a miserable time you come from. Yeah. Y'all don't even have MySpace. Just, uh, just, sorry, f- follow-up question. Uh, what's kill? <laughs> oh, oh no, um... It's okay. Uh, Strix, no. I'm not explaining this yeah, one. Yeah, it's okay, buddy. Strix, you're not exactly a beast, are you? You're something different. No, uh, I mean, like, like I said, I, I, I'm not really clear what it is, but I'm a shade. The only other, the only other shade I ever met was, uh, was, was Ursa. Hmm. She was a sh- Wait. Ursa, you mean Ursula? Well, she called herself Ursula Ursa. I just called her Ursa for short. What? Hi. Nothing makes sense. Like, and like, yes, I understand. Different universe shit's happening, but like, why are we here? Why us? Okay, wait. What happened to the people we're looking for? Except for you, Burgess. Um, all of us have, I guess, a connection to people that Strix knew at some point. Maybe that's why? Burgess, uh, to, be, to be honest, Did, I really don't know. Your your whole deal is weird. What's in the What's in the box? Oh, the TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes the skeletons go away. Ron starts messing with that box. Oh, that's what. Did, thank you. Oh my God, thank you so much. That's what did that. Yeah, uh, I got it in the mail. There's mail here. 
This sure is. Hi, Jesus Whoa. Christ. Whoa. <laughs> A mailer Damon is here. Not that any of you know what that is. Oh, hello. Hey. Hey there, folks. Sorry to interrupt your little group a little here, but uh, let's see here. I got some letters for, uh, well, let me look. Uh, we got a uh, Caroline Rose. Okay, that's me. Yep, there you go right there. Uh, Abby Morrison. Oh, uh, that's me. Thank you. Yep, yep, uh, and uh, one for Ron Moreau here. Uh, all right, okay. I'm already getting mail. Okay. All right, there you go. Oh, hey, I think those letters are going to tell you to head down to the uh, Humanity Homeowners Association. The local one got burned down, though. Uh, you're going to want to head up to the corner. There's a bus stop you can take to a further one down. Wait, it got burned down like a fucking arsony? Yeah, I don't know. I just deliver the mail. See ya. Ah, uh, sick. All right. Uh, uh. What a funny little guy. Every second in here is weirder than the one before, and I do not like it. Yeah, if we keep standing here while more collectively weirder people just, like, keep bringing us stuff. I pull um, a letter (laughs) opener I have in my dress pocket. Um, Oh, shit. Yeah, and I I open the letter. What kind of utopia did you come from? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I own one dress that has pockets. I pull out an exacto knife that I have in my uh, overall pocket and open the thing. Yeah, all of your letters uh, say the exact same thing. Uh, Salutations, your name here. Our records indicate that while you have found yourself in the undertow, you are not the master of an undertow home. This is no doubt a confusing and complicated time for you, and we here at the Humanity Homeowners Association are here to help. Your first step is to determine where and how you would like to live. It's longer, but I've read it before. Um, I do have a quick question for you, Luke. Given this is a form letter, is there any chance that there's, like, a insert name here for the name of our universe's current master? Uh, yeah, I think so. Sure, yeah. Uh, I think there's, uh, it lists, uh, Sloane Parker as the master for Ron and Abby, and Ursula Bear for Carly's. What does this... Oh, Ursula, Ursula... I have no idea what this means, but, um, and this is me out of character, uh, she's gonna try to see if she feels Ursula around the same way she felt she wasn't there anymore. Yeah, give me that dredge. Yeah, yeah. I love that none of us have Eidolons yet. That's a four. Oof, that pushes the clock um, to ten. And a luck spirit shows up. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> to curse me. Okay, no, this actually, this is perfect, actually. Uh, th- this this works beautifully. Um, you try to, like, think about whether um, Ursula has been here, if you can f- sense her the way you didn't sense her earlier. But um, before you can, you hear a voice, and it is... Uh, it just kind of captures your attention. It sounds like, um, crying. Just kind of like, um... Is, there a, is that a baby somewhere? Uh, as you look around, you see just sitting on the sidewalk what looks like a small, like, red... Almost like Strix, like a bird person, just crying. Hey, little little guy, are you okay? We're just in a fucking regular Toontown over here, aren't we? I'm lost! Oh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, does anyone, like, 
I try to motion for, like, Caroline to come over here. Yeah, I, I go, like, hey, hey, it, it's okay, little buddy. And then I turn to to Abby, and I'm like, I'm not great with children. Um, how, It's okay, I can... What happened? Yeah, are you... Are your parents near here? I don't know. I was with them, but now I'm not. I don't know where they went. Okay, um, where was the last time you saw them? Um, um... I don't know. It's okay. It's it's okay. You take your time, buddy. It's okay. Oh, uh, what's what's your name, little guy? Phoenix. Phoenix. It's a cool name. That is a cool name. I pull um a lollipop out of my dress pocket and I I give the little fella a lollipop. Uh this childlike uh bird creature, like, cautiously takes it and starts looking at it and seems somewhat, uh, uh, pacified. Hey, there you go. Uh, Strix immediately, like, turns and stares, like, wide-eyed in shock at Ron. Is like, is this what you were talking about? (laughs) (laughs) With the bird and the licking? Yes. Yes. Should I have one of those, then? Um, yeah, I check, um... Let's say I keep three on me at all times. Great. Let the record show only one lollipop is left. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this will this will be vital in the final episode. Um, Fucking mask majora of, of text pops up so one lollipop remains. <laughs> um, I give um, I give Strix the other one. Here you go, man. Yeah. He he puts it in his mouth without removing the wrapper. Oh. Um, <laughs> also, Strix, do you like? Do you have a pronoun that you would prefer us to use? Strix. Okay. You know what? I can work with that. Thank you for clarifying. You should take the wrapper off. And she makes the motion of how you would take the wrapper off. Oh, okay. Uh, and, 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 and he does that. <laughs> once it's off, now you put it in your mouth. Okay. He puts the wrapper in his mouth. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the, lo- the lollipop, not the wrapper. The the other the thing with the stick. But don't do the stick in first. Do the 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 other thing. Okay, okay. I think I think I have it now. And he he, he puts the lollipop in his mouth properly. Okay. I. Every second here is okay. How do you feel about cars, Ethelwolf? You mean those horseless carriages? <laughs> yeah, I got I got one of those. I kind of crashed one of those in here. You think you could fix it up? I think I can find a better use for that metal. Fuck it. He goes, are you going to show him the car? He's like, yo. I think meanwhile, the, the child has, like, gotten to their feet. They seem a little more calmed down. They laughed a little at Strix's lollipop antics. And um, just says, uh... I was trying to get to Lord Beelzebub out in the park to see if he would help me find my parents, but I got lost. I'm I'm sorry, did you say Lord Beelzebub? Yeah, he grants wishes. Oh, the frogman. Yeah, you know him. I'm sorry, you, wait. What? Um. Yeah, he's a frog. Okay. Great sense of humor. We should, we should just roll with the punches, okay? Yeah, you're Let's right. Take you're you right, to- you're right, thank you. Um... Okay. To the Lord Frog. Really? You'll help me get to him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hooray! Yeah. How, f- how far is the park? Um. 
I don't know. I I'm lost. You know what? Fair point. Uh, it's okay. We'll find it. Okay. Uh, what are you doing, uh, at the wolf with the the car? I I want to like rip apart some of the some of the metal with the hammer that's in my uh-huh. coat pocket. And I want to kind of, like, forge it into gauntlets. Okay. Uh, Yeah, give me a uh, beat the odds plus... That feels like genius to me, but if you want to argue a different one, I'm I'm willing to listen. Genius sounds right to me. That is a uh, six. Okay. Um, Yeah, you totally have some car gauntlets. You ruined this man's car to make them. (laughs) Burgess Ethelwolf Ultimate Destruction. Okay, well... Now my hands will be protected. Okay, I didn't know hands were the specific thing we needed in this moment. Hand protection. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt, but... We could have taken the car. Do not trust the machine over the ingenuity of a man's own hands. Okay, but but people built that car. (laughs) And then they come to rely on it instead of relying on themselves. In... Yeah... Anyways, we need to find a way to, um, find the park. Yeah. Did anyone get, like, a map in the mail in, in their papers or something? Um, they said there was, like, a bus stop. Maybe that'll have a map? Yeah. Smart. Thank you. Let's do that. Uh, I think, uh, Phoenix just says, Oh, yeah, I know where the bus stop is. It's this way! And they just kind of go skipping down the sidewalk. Okay. Am I... What kind of vibes am I getting off of Phoenix, by the way? Give me a dredge. Whenever Strix does a dredge, it should just be called vibe check. Vibe check. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to spend the dissonance dweller hold that I've been getting. Uh, I rolled an Uh 8, and I'm going to bring that up to a 10. Okay. Um, Hmm. Um, Strix, you don't have a ton of experience with people, and you have even less experience with children. But you get the sense that this kid is a little liar. Uh, um. Hey, uh. Hey, Abby? Yeah, what's up? I don't know how to explain this. I'm getting just really rancid vibes off of Phoenix. Like, really bad. Okay, um. Do you still have that little lens thingy? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me. When I looked, when I looked at you, I saw something. So maybe, and I take it and I look at Phoenix. I think when you look at Phoenix through the lens, you just see like the lens is just black, and there's two like glowing red eyes in the darkness. Well, that's. Not great. Um, I kind of... I try to be as discreet as possible. Um, and, like, hand... Like, like kind of hand the lens over to Caroline. And, like, kind of gesture my head at Phoenix. Okay. I, I put... I watch the child with the lens. Yeah, same thing. I assume we, we just kind of, like, pass it around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um... Phoenix, tell me about your parents. 
I think as you're asking that question, you trip and fall. Ow! Um... Hey, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And, uh... As you do that, like, Phoenix has sort of, uh, skipped on ahead out of, like, you'd have to, like, shout for them for them to really hear you at this point. Hey, um, Phoenix, hold on a second. Huh? I, hold on, I fell, but can you wait for us? Uh, I think I hear the bus coming. We gotta hurry if we're gonna catch it. Well, we don't need the bus. Here, just help me up. Don't here. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, here. Come on. Thank you. Um, yeah, I get up, I, I assume I have, like, a scraped knee or something, but, you know, I'm fine. Yeah, 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 nothing, nothing um, serious. I'm sorry, you're pretty dressed. Oh, it's okay, I've got, I've got a bunch of them. Um, okay, let's, let, let's, um, Phoenix, can you please just, what, oh, shit, I, uh, what do you all want to do? I, I trust Strix, um, if, if he gets bad vibes from the kid, Maybe we shouldn't question just if this child has bad vibes. I... I think you're right, but also what else should we... Can we do? We don't know anything else. Well, we We, don't... We don't have to get on that bus. If it's a bus, another one will come around. How do you... Wait, how do you know about buses? I... I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how I know things sometimes. I just, I feel like... I I feel like I remember things that didn't happen to me? Does that make sense? No, but neither does anything that has happened, so... Yeah, that's that's not super high on the weird list at this point. You are a friend of Pallas Athena, the goddess of wisdom, and you are receiving wisdom from the universe. <laughs> oh. That sounds nice. It is a noble role. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, you know what? Burgess, what do you think we should do right now? Well, people come in many shapes and appearances. It's not my place to judge. At the same time, I do not think this child is our responsibility. I think the bus will take them to their parents. And I don't think we need to get on that bus. But also, I mean, we... Strix knows Beelzebub. Strix knew everyone that we are tied to, except for you, Burgess. Honestly, I think you, if if you want to go do your own thing at any point, you have no tie here. But I mean, obviously, we welcome your help. Um, But, I like, that's the only connection we really have right now, is this... Lord Beelzebub Frog Man. Hey, hey, Strix. Yeah? Is this Beelzebub, like, the boss here? Do you like management? Uh... It's not quite the same as with Phoenix, but I remember getting pretty bad vibes from Beelzebub, too. I think that Phoenix is fucking HR. He's a fucking narc. He's gonna fucking <laughs> rat us all out. So, I think we're... If we go, we're going against something that's not safe. But there's a chance this Beelzebub may know about the people we're looking for. Yeah. Um, or at least what's going on. I agree. As you're uh, walking down this sidewalk, um, Carly, you kind of like... You must not have been paying attention. You kind of bump the, a mailbox you walk uh, by. Uh, at kind of a... Like, you hit the corner of it in a way that just kind of hurts your arm. <sighs> I hurt oh. myself. Hey, hey, are you okay? Yeah, 
I hit the smell box? I don't remember seeing it, but ow. Was that there before? Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, sometimes that happens. You just aren't really thinking about where you're going, and you, you misjudge the distance of something. And you just kind of bang into it. Um, God, we're just, we're all clumsy right now, huh? Um, let, let's just keep going. Okay. Can, can I see the bus approaching? Yeah, I think if you're headed up to the bus stop, you can see um, a large blue, kind of looks like a city bus, um, where there would be a banner ad or something, and just big block italic letters, it just says, The Venga Bus. Fuck you. You motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Fuck you. We've been recording this for an hour and a half, and you just dropped that? Fuck you. Great, great, good. Is the bus uh, at its stop yet? It's like uh, pulling up to the stop. Okay. Can you get Maxie to like make a very sinister cover of the da 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 da? da? <laughs> Ethelwolf wants to like surreptitiously walk up to where the bus would stop and just kind of uh, drop a few tacks for its tires to run Jesus. over. <laughs> Oh my god, no, 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 I see Ethelwolf do this. No, 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 we need the bus. You need the bus more than your own two feet? In this specific moment, yes. It knows where to go, we don't. Um, I'm trying to look for a map of the bus stop. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, there's a, a bench with like a, um, what do you call it, like a thing over it, and the wall of that little enclosure uh, has just... A map it is just a very big grid, like, on half of it, and then the other half is just a green blob that goes off the edges of the map in every direction that just says, the park. Okay. Wait, so the grid has an infinite park? Fuck! I wasn't, I wasn't gonna say it! <laughs> it was on purpose this time. Uh, Teenagers with Attitude, every Monday on your podcatcher of choice. <laughs> you... Grab the tacks that uh, Ethelwolf put out uh, as the bus uh, comes up and comes to a stop. And uh, the door opens up and Phoenix just says, uh, Oh boy, come on, let's go! As uh, they jump up the stairs, there's just kind of a uh, portly looking guy in like a bus driver uniform who like just looks like a... He looks like a bus driver, except he's got red skin and little devil horns. Hey, man, sorry about a buddy outside with a tax. I know it's a fucking long shift, man. Um, he, like, gives him a, a, a fist. <laughs> uh, he doesn't really acknowledge you. <laughs> he looks... Vi- hey, Ron, you know that look on his face. It is intense boredom. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just wants to get through the shift. He doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Ron has never related to anyone more than he relates to this guy on this bus. So, does this go to the park? Yep, yeah, it... Parks at the end of the line. Um, sir, I, I'm, I'm sorry to bother you. Um, I'm just, I have to ask, given everything we've seen, uh, is this hell? It's the neighborhood. Is that a part of hell? Um, I'm just, are, are you a demon? Abby. I'm sorry. It's just, look. <laughs> no, I think that's a totally sensible question to ask here. He, like, opens his mouth to answer and then just kind of closes it again. He's like, you're going to the park. We oh, That wasn't a no. Oh, boy. We should just go. We should just go. What else do we have? 
Uh, I don't like tight spaces. I'm gonna ride on top of the bus. You all have fun on the inside. Okay. I shall keep you company, Strix. Okay. <laughs> I. Okay. I sit down like like across the aisle from Caroline. Yeah. As you as the as those of you that are riding in the bus uh, head back, you you didn't see it before because it just blended in, but. You see that the back of the bus has, um, the shit, oh, there's a guy, like, embedded in the back wall of the bus, and there is, like, metal and piping coming out of his mouth, forming the walls of the bus. Oh, God. Uh, hi, sir. Hello. Hi. Um... Excuse me, I'm so sorry, bus driver. Uh, what's up with the guy on the wall? That's the bus. And he likes it this way? Please stay behind the line and do not distract the driver while the bus is in motion. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sitting down. I'm so sorry. It, although he raised his voice, there was zero change in his body language. Anyway, yeah, no, I said, yeah, he's embedded in the back of it. You can just sort of see his head coming out of the wall and maybe, like, the tips of his fingers and uh, the tips of his toes. And there's just metal and piping, like, coming out of his mouth and fusing into the wall around him. Is he human or is he demon? He uh, he kind of looks human. His skin is very pale. I, I reach out and I touch his face. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it feels like skin. So, I think that whole we're in hell theory is correct. <sighs> Great. I mean, we are literally looking for someone named Beelzebub, so... God damn it. What did you do, Ursula? Uh, I think uh, Phoenix is just sitting in one of the seats, kicking their legs. Um, but they kind of stop kicking them slowly and turn to the rest of you and says, um, Hey, everybody. I'm really sorry. What are you sorry for, Phoenix? Well, because none of you have done anything wrong, but I think you're about to get caught up in the trouble. Okay, should we get off the bus then? It's too late for that, I'm afraid. What's the trouble? What kind of trouble? Your owl friend up on the roof has been marked for death, and I'm here to kill him. Okay, I... This whole place is a lot? My name is Phoenix, one of the Spears of Hell! And with my power lucky, I'm going to destroy him! Idol on Pop is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us on AudioEntropy.com as well as Patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest. You can follow Mike at MikeLovesRabbit, Ty at SiriusTiberius, Zoe at Blankzilla, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, and me, Luke, at SSJ Speed Racer. Eidolon Pop will be back in two weeks on June 28th for Patreon subscribers and July 5th for everyone else. See you then! (laughs) 